Hello everyone, how are you? My name is Paige and I'm from Multiple Pages. So on today's episode, I thought I would finally talk about my experience on my 10-day Vipassana. So my 10-day meditation and silent retreat. So first I feel like I'll go through like the schedule, what it was like, all the physical and then sort of my experience since being back out into the world, how much I find Vipassana actually helping me in my day-to-day and all about my experience. Awesome. So I went to Vipassana about two weeks ago and there had only been one time in my life prior to Vipassana where I had meditated for a long time. So last year sometime when I was living by myself, I was probably meditating for 45 minutes every morning and eventually I upped that to one hour and a half every morning and I knew how much my body would be in pain from meditating that long because I have done it before. And then also after doing the one hour and a half meditations for a while, I was like, all right, I'm going to meditate for a full day and I probably sat still for about three hours before I was like the pain just got to me and I was like no I need to move from this seat because this is so uncomfortable I can't do this so before Vipassana that's my only experience with meditation and after probably doing that three hour then after that I probably cut back on meditation probably just went back to like 10 minutes a day um but yes so Before Vipassana, I was like, oh, I have a feeling, especially because I was like, oh, we're meditating from 4.30 in the morning till 9.30 at night. I was like, oh, shit, my body is going to drill. I just like, I had a feeling, but I was like, honestly, I wasn't allowing that to get anywhere in my mind to stop me from going because I was like, oh, well, like. There's nothing I can do to change that. That's just a fact. Like my, my physical body will be going through a lot of pain. Um, so I did go in there with that intention, like just being very aware that, yeah, the body will hurt for sitting there that long. Um, and, yeah, it honestly didn't get easier. I thought by day 10 I would be a pro at sitting there. My legs wouldn't hurt, but that's not the case. Um, okay, so the schedule was a bit like this. It was like you wake up at 4, get ready for meditation at 4.30 to 6.30. Then at 6.30 to about 8, I'm pretty sure it was, you have a breakfast and a rest. And from 8 till 11, you meditate. So, no, I'll keep going. So 11 to 1, it's your lunch break. So you rest, you have lunch. Then 1 to 5, you meditate. Then 5 to 6, it's 6, it's dinner and a rest. Then 6 to 7, you meditate. 7.30 to 8.30, you have a discourse. So you learn about the technique and everything like that. And then 9 to 9.30, you meditate again. So with this schedule, it seems very intense. And obviously you challenge yourself to try to meditate for those periods without moving. However, there's only three hours within the day. So there's one after breakfast, then one after lunch, then one after dinner. All There's an hour period in there where you have to sit still. You don't move. You don't change your seat. You don't adjust your hair. You don't scratch your scratch. You don't move. Otherwise, with all the other meditation periods, like if you are in extreme discomfort, it's like you're a you can move because it's just making those three one-hour sessions a day. But before all the rest of the meditation, you're actually just allowed to sit there and move and adjust. But of course, you want to challenge yourself. 
And, of course, I challenged myself. And there were some mornings where I would just sit there the whole time. Um, but, yeah, so that was the schedule. And it was very, like, day one till five for me and that schedule. So it's not until day three where you actually have those three one-hour periods that you then have to stick to for the remainder of the course. Days one till three, you're just learning the technique. You're just chilling. I was still sitting there for an hour and stuff and, like, staying really strict, really clear. Like, I was like, I'm not moving from the seat. I'm not adjusting because, like, I have previously done meditation. So it's like I'm, I'm aware you're not meant to move. Um... But yes, so with the schedule and everything, um, days one to five, I loved. Like, I, I didn't mind going to the meditation hall. I didn't mind the meditation. Um, and then days five to nine, I just hated. I was like, I am sick of meditating. I'm sick of waking up to meditate. I'm sick of after my breakfast. I know all I have to do is meditate. I'm, I'm like, you just get so bored of it. Like, personally, I did. Um, and then, sorry, I forgot to also mention another thing about the schedule is you're also not allowed to like take pens into the place. You're not allowed to journal. You're not allowed to look at people, let alone smile at people or talk to people. That's not allowed. No eye contact, um, no stretching, no yoga. You're allowed to walk around the property on your breaks, but you're not allowed to run or anything like that. Um, so that also, so yeah, by, by day five for me personally, like I was just like, I am sick of this place. I've walked the yards. There's nothing for me to do. I'm sick of meditation and five to nine pretty much were me in this sick, 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 sad bubble. But at the same time, like there was no point, there was no chance I was leaving. Like anyway, so my experience, I'll, I'll start with the days yeah so days one two three learning the technique was like fun because I guess you'd never sort of done it so learning the technique was really awesome and during days one to five I just had incredible energy like when I was sitting there for these deep meditations and I was doing the practices I could like feel my body I could feel my breath like I was concentrated I was aware I was there I like was getting really awesome visuals when I was like channeling the energy that my breath from the top of my head all the way down to my body the bottom them I was getting like really awesome visuals um yeah it was epic and yes Yes, yes, yes. Then day five to nine, I just had no visuals, nothing. But that's pretty much, like, the technique doesn't change much. So you do the same thing every single day for 10 days. You're not looking at anyone. You're not staring at anyone. And this sort of, to me, I, I was just blabbing on for the last seven minutes talking about the schedule, whereas it's like, that's actually it. That's all you do. There's nothing else, right? Some really awesome points that I learned while I was doing Vipassana is one, why you don't talk, why you don't, so like when I'm sitting there in meditation, let's say I'm having a really awesome idea and I just want to dive straight into that idea. I want to keep, you know, having my, let my brain having fun, like keep creating this idea. Like this is epic. This is making me feel so great. Like keep it coming, you know? And I'm like, 
thinking about what's next um how can I improve this how can I improve that like how what do I want this to look like what do I want that to look like and you know I'm in, in meditation in my mind like just allowing my brain to like create this beautiful world and I never understood especially when it's a really awesome idea that you really want to implement into your life I never understood why when why in meditation they ask you to try to stop that voice or like why in meditation you're not meant to daydream I just never understood it I was like I don't understand like this is so beneficial why would I not not do this and it wasn't until when I was at the course they said the reason you actually want to stop it is because when you're having these really awesome ideas and you're creating this really beautiful wonderland story daydream goals you know whatever you're creating serotonin in your body so your body's actually getting like high off these thoughts yeah and because you're creating that you're actually low-key creating this huge addiction that you don't even realize you're actually creating it so every time you go into a thought and you start playing with this story whether it's good or negative but the good ones especially because you want them to keep coming right so when they're there you want to play with them and you want to make really awesome ideas and you like you're just creating this huge 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 addiction and then when the thoughts are something you don't like and you're wondering why you can't stop the thoughts like I'm sure there's times maybe you've been in loops where you're like I don't know why but I cannot stop thinking and like you just end up in this cycle of like toxicity like horrible thoughts and stuff and it's like and you wonder why you can't stop because I'm always like I don't understand why I can't stop thinking when it's about something bad and it's because your body you have literally created an addiction in your mind where you know like you're having good thoughts and you're like yeah keep going then you're having bad thoughts and you want to stop it's like it ain't going to stop that easy because you've literally created this addiction and so that's why in meditation your this is your opportunity to actually stop that cycle of that addiction it's like to stop jumping into that just watch it and don't go down the rabbit hole because as soon as you start going down that rabbit hole you're just really creating more of that same loop that same cycle of that just never ending spiral of thought you know um so yeah I found it super interesting when I found that out like and since coming back, I was like, well, shit, like, you know, sometimes in meditation, they are my best times to daydream and have these really awesome thoughts. And what can I do to start to stop that addiction? So when I'm in meditation, meditate only in my everyday life, notice the thoughts, but don't continuously go off into these stories. Like, how can I stop that? Because I was like, you're right. I don't want this addiction where it's like, I can't stop my thoughts. Because we want to be in control of our mind, you know. Um, so what me and my lovely friend Cass sort of like, we just mentioned it for a second. And it was just like setting intentional daydreaming time. So like let's say, even let's say you just notice your thoughts are having a really beautiful, awesome time. And no matter what you're in the middle of doing, that would almost be like, hey, time out I'm actually just going to go grab my journal have a really awesome like journaling session for as long as you need until all your thoughts that you're like to all your you know creative like inspired thoughts are out on a piece of paper out of your mind and then that way you're creating this space where it's like cool you know you pull out your journals or you sit there um intentionally though like cultivating a space for your mind 
to allow it to explore that creativity, to explore the beautiful mysteries of like what, seeing what your mind can create, you know? And I think setting up a space for you to be able to do that is really, really something to start implementing so we don't get just completely lost in our thoughts throughout the day and then just keep creating this cycle, this addiction to our, to our mind and our thoughts. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I thought that was super cool. Super, super, super cool. Just to find that out. I was like, wow. Okay. Interesting. And then, um, something else that like that happened to me through my experience that was just like, oh my God. (coughs) Sorry. So this is going to be a little bit too much information. So if you're my family members, watch out. Um, so days one to five, like I shit you not, I was having the best orgasms during this meditation. I was like, I know I'm probably not meant to be right now, but the energy inside me, like I could not control it. It's like, I saw the two serpents coming up from my body. Like I just saw like heaps and heaps of colors, like, and it was filling my cup up. Like, honestly, I was having ideas from the left side of my body, from the right side of my body. It was all just coming together in this beautiful form, in this beautiful shape. And honestly, when I was in those meditations from day one to five, it's I finally understood what it meant by life force energy. Like I finally understood what the energies actually do within our body and like and what they can actually create. And like the reason I'm calling it life force is because like you forget like not only can our bodies actually create a human life, it's like our bodies hold that energy to create life anyway. And so using this life force energy to create anything you want in your business or anything, right? Now... I'll get back to that in a second, the business chat. But like, so what I had noticed, right? So I was having these awesome visuals, these awesome visions of like how I wanted to create everything. And day five, like honestly, like it was, it was so much fun. Like it was just like, I was having all these ideas. My body was boiling up. I was like orgasmic about life. I was like, fuck yes, this is it. And anyway, like day five, maybe in the afternoon at some point, I was like, all right. I like need to get back. I was like, I'm literally too turned on right now. And I was like, I'm just going to, just going to make myself blow. And awesome. Yeah. Great stuff. However, you're not actually meant to do that in the past night. It's like save, save your life energy. You don't have sexual conduct during the experience. And it wasn't until I had, I had made myself come that I understood why you're not meant to. Because as soon as, I think also because of the rule that you're not meant to have any sexual um, experience during the thing, I think that could have affected my energy also. But so after making myself come, um, what actually happened is like then day six to nine, I don't really count day 10 as a day, but that's fine. Um, I'll explain that at the end. Um, what had happened is it's as if I had just depleted one side of my energy. And like you could tell, like I could tell everything. Like it was as if my mind, my body, and my soul weren't coming together. It's as if one half of my body was depleted. I just felt this huge sense of lack. Um, all my beautiful visions and everything was going away. I just honestly felt... So, like, I just wanted it back. I wanted my life energy back. I was like, I can't believe um, that's what I used my life force energy on. And I never understood this. Like, I never understood the, the 
the power of your life force until then I depleted it and I was like oh shit like like you can genuinely cultivate so much with that and like to just waste it on nothing I was like oh oh like like it was just very 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 like to me since doing that which I'm so glad I'm so grateful I did actually have that experience because now since coming back, it's generally like, you know, I want to start up my business. I want to cultivate this huge energy. And it's like, awesome. Like potentially, you know, going celebrate or not just wasting my energy is a incredibly potent tool. Like I never understood why people would even do that. Because I'm like, well, it feels great. There's so much pleasure in it. Why would I stop it? And it wasn't until, yeah, day five, right? I make myself come. Then I experience all this lack within my body right and it was so funny when I had this lack in my body I started chasing the sensations I was like I just wanted to make myself calm and to feel pleasure because I was like I felt nothing and I was like oh my god it was literally like my body then craved it more because how much I was lacking and I was like well that's gonna make me feel something maybe I should just do this because currently I feel so empty. So, yeah, so, like, even just doing that showed me what a potent tool the life force is and how to really, like, cultivate that in my day-to-day, in my business. And, like, if there's something I'm genuinely working towards and I'm, like, going a full 100%, what that looks like to me in my life now is being, like, cool, my sexual energy is saved, my life force energy is saved for me and my body and whatever it is I want to create. And it's, like, channeling my life force energy into whatever I want to create life with you know and it's like you know channeling that energy like breathing both energies up and down my spine feeling it throughout my body sending it out into the universe and just like holding space for whatever it is that I want to birth yeah incredible so that experience happened that's something I'm definitely going to start cultivating because it was just like it just shocked me I have I've experienced the sense of lack after like having sex experiences before but it wasn't until then where I was like oh my god like feeling the energy before then feeling what you feel like after and then feeling like oh shit like this shit is powerful that was a really big lesson um and yes and then so since coming back like the it was so funny like one of the things I thought was with Vipassana it's like how like how much is actually going to affect my life you know like how much Because you're sitting there for like 100 hours over these 10 days in meditation. Like you really don't know the effect that that's going to have on you when you return back into the world. But holy shit. So after day 10, you're coming up to like day 12 or whatever. Like I'm driving home, bawling my eyes out. Like I have never experienced so much joy in my life to just be out, to be free, to see different trees, to be able to see my friends again. Like I was excited to see my car. I was excited to see my key cup. Like you don't even understand like everything. I was excited to see my face. I was excited to see my sexy body, which actually before we go into noticing the sensations and everything, something that also happened on this 10 day experience, which was like out of this world, like did not see this coming is you, you you have to wear clothes that are past your knees and past your shoulders and I should you not so before this I was like pretty self self-confident like um not confident within myself and my body but holy shit so you don't see I didn't see my body for like 
12 days. I... I, I just did not see this coming, but all I wanted to do was see my naked, sexy body in that fucking mirror when I got home ready for a shower, because I missed it, like, I, I didn't even think I found myself that attractive until I didn't see myself for 10 days, and was like, I miss seeing my titties, I miss seeing my ass, I miss seeing my belly, I miss seeing, like, all of me, and, like, to even just go in there, have this experience where I was like, holy shit, like I didn't realize like, how much I find myself attractive till I had to not see me for 12 days. Coming back with like, this new sexual energy just towards myself, like feeling so confident within my body is like something I didn't know was going to come. And now that it's like here, it's like awesome. I love this full expression of myself. I love how much more body confident I am, how much more confident I am just within myself, within my physical appearance, like epic. But so where I was going before is like, where was I going for? Oh yeah, so coming back, so I was like crying because of the pure joy. Like it's so funny how you don't actually even realize like, you. I'm sure you probably use the same keep cup every day. Like if you use a keep cup or you use the same mug at home, you use the same plates. You don't realize how much you love those plates and like the cups you use like until you're literally away for it for 12 days and you're like, you have to stare at the same things for 12 days and you're like, I just want variation. I don't want these plain white mugs. I want like colorful mugs. Like even when I first got out, went to a coffee shop and I was looking at their mugs, like these are beautiful mugs. Like, you know, they have so many cups. Like the styling is incredible at this place. Like I came home and my house looked incredible. Every room looked incredible. My friends looked incredible. Like I just came home and like, I just was in my friend's arm, like, crying, so excited to see her, so excited to see her partner, like, then my other friends, and then, like, just everyone in, the, in my household, I was so excited to see them, and, um, like, just leaving that place, like, leaving Vipassana was also just, like, this beautiful lesson of, like, not realising how privileged we forget we are like like just to have a conversation with someone is like one of the most fucking incredible things like like looking at the trees like being able to walk around your neighborhood like going to a coffee shop like literally choosing what you do in the day choosing what you get to eat like everything is such a privilege and we forget like we forget like we get to pick all our furniture the way everything looks like and like you just forget that it's like so incredible and since coming back man like that first day like honestly if you do do a vipassana i suggest that first day you ground yourself because i didn't i just wanted to go explore to do so much which i'm so grateful that i did but it was very overwhelming um but like even me i'm not too much of a social critter like i don't care to i usually worry a lot when i'm having conversations with people out and, like, when I come back, I was just like, no, like, there's nothing to worry about. Like, this is a beautiful experience. Like, we're so privileged just to have a conversation with a worker working. And so now when I'm like, you know, like, I bump into a friend on the street, it's like I give them my all. Like, if someone asked to hang out now, like, I used to be a 100%, I would say no before I even thought about what they've said. And now it's like, oh, fuck, like, it's a blessing to hang out with people it's a blessing to have the time and the space to see people to hang out to do something fun like to be around people's company so now it's so funny like now when um 
anyone asks me to hang out, usually I'm more of a, yeah, I'd love to. And then I think, because I'm like, actually, I would love to hang out right now because I've, I know what it's like to not see anyone and like not do anything. And I'm just like, oh my God, like literally life is a fucking gift. And like just dropping, like sometimes I still get caught up, obviously, but then most of the time I'm like, can still, I'm still able to like drop into this space, this space of just like ease and like love and just like love for everything and like not worrying too much about where I think I should be which also came up a lot during Vipassana for me was like even with the technique and everything it was like I'm trying so I was like trying so hard at some points to what become enlightened to become this enlightened being right and I was like how about you just let go of that and just be here in this experience and stop trying to be enlightened stop trying to reach a state of nirvana and just be exactly where you are seeing it all being with it all and just like loving it all like just letting go of this idea that you have to be something else like and just really deeply connecting to myself and accepting and loving myself where I am so yeah that came through so like now it's just like this beautiful experience of like just like I feel like this deep sense of gratitude towards life and it's incredible um something that also come up so in the meditation like the whole point is to just notice the sensations and the hardest thing is to not get attached to the good sensations the bad sensations it's hard not to react to you don't technically get too attached to the bad situations you're usually in a state of reaction i found like you like you start tensing your body and stuff when you you're, when you're in pain it's like hey just relax into it just ease into it like your body's got this you are safe you are loved you are heard you are seen um and just allowing all that to melt into the earth i find really helpful but not attaching to the good it's like you know when you're not feeling anything and you're sitting there in a state of peace and then suddenly something's coming up and you're all of a sudden you're like tired and tense again you're like i don't want to be experiencing this it's hard but just to notice the sensations was a big part of the practice. And like, even when you, it's like, hits the 45 minute mark, you're all in that one hour, you're picking up everyone else's pains, uh, your own pains. And it's just like this burn. Like I felt like I had this burning rage come up inside me. Like my whole body was filled with anger, with hatred. Like all I wanted to do was get the fuck out of it. And you just sit there, you sit still, you let go, you breathe into it. You allow your body to relax and you're just there noticing the sensations, realizing this is something your physical body is experiencing. It's not you. You're watching this happen. So don't get attached to it. And that is obviously like a hard practice. I'm sure if you've ever done any sort of meditation, you may have come across that meditation of just like watching it all and noticing the sex sensations and not getting attached. But like it is an epic practice because then like the first day I was back, actually, I was so ungrounded and I did get triggered. However, now coming back, it's like when I'm in a situation, I feel these sensations arising up in my body. Let's just go with anxiety right now. I'm noticing like my heart races started going a bit faster. I'm getting anxious and I just notice that sensation and I just continue to be there with whoever is in front of me, be with my body. I've, I've, I've noticed this sensation. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm feeling anxious right now. 
awesome. Like I, I, I take note, like be aware of how you're feeling. Don't try to push it away because as soon as you push it away, you're just going into that reactive state. Um, so it's being, you know, it's like being like, okay, I see you. I hear you. I'm here for you. And allow it to be there and then just keep on going, you know, like be like, okay, he's here. Like don't just allow it to be there and don't attach to that sensation. Just be like, okay, like I'm feeling anxious right now, but that's totally fine. I, I There's nothing wrong with being anxious. I'm just, this is how, what this is, it is what it is. And then just like, just not reacting to it and you, you just keep living. It's like this weird thing. It's like, okay, there's anxiety. And it's just like, you just keep flowing through that anxiety, like living exactly how you choose to. Um, It's really beautiful. I had a really great experience with stress the other day and I was feeling very ultra stressed, ultra stressed, reaction state stressed. And it wasn't until I was driving and I was like, I'm feeling stressed. And I actually was like, oh, I'm feeling stressed right now. And as soon as like I brought my awareness to it, I accepted that I was feeling stressed. Suddenly, as soon as I did that, I was like, oh, the stress is gone. It was just because I didn't want to be stressed. So I was pushing away the stress. And I was like, no, like, just keep going. Just keep going. Like, we'll deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. And it's like, no, the stress is there for a reason. He wants to be acknowledged as well. He or she, sorry. Whatever pronoun you choose to use stress as. Maybe it's a they, you know, but like, that stress, like that, that feeling in your body, it also wants to be seen and heard. So just see it, hear it, and then just keep on going. Like allow it to move through you and don't get attached. Yeah. So that's been really awesome to just notice the sensations when they arise. Feel the sensation in your body. Get to know that sensation. Don't push it away. Don't hold on to it. Being like, I love this sensation. Just notice the sensations. All of them, the good, the bad. Just notice them. Allow them to come through, show up. Yeah. And then, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that's been a really awesome part of the practice. Um, yes. What else do I have to share about my Vipassana? Um, yeah, no. So it was a really, like, overall, like, they were the big points that sort of, like, came to me throughout that experience. And I really do love the whole, like, just letting go of the idea that I need to be some enlightened being and, like, just love yourself exactly where you are. Like, your body, your physical body literally loves you so much. Like, it's designed to keep you healthy. It does, it's, like, it heals itself, it rebuilds itself, you're fixed, it heals, anything goes wrong, it heals, like, it's incredible, you know, and, like, your mind always is trying to protect you and save you and think of, like, really awesome ideas, you know, it's great, like, every part of your body is, like, ah, just this really beautiful experience, like, you're, you know, and it's, like, it's a lovely experience to be a human and to be alive and to just accept exactly where you are is, like, incredible to, like, tap into that, yeah, so would I recommend a 10-day Vipassana? Of course. Like, there was a few things that came up because they needed to, because I needed to go through some of that trauma. Like, on day nine, I started crying because um, there's, a, there's a few things that I don't... Ex- 
exactly need feel the need to share but it's hard to go through like no maybe I will share it so it's sort of hard to go through because for the 10 days you're not speaking to anyone you're not looking at anyone you're completely pretty much alone by yourself and the only time anyone sort of will come up to you is to tell you're doing something wrong like I, I wore a bare feet a few times and you weren't allowed to wear bare feet and then someone will come up and be like you have to put shoes on you know and it's a very hard experience when you're trying your best to do this new practice and then to like then only have people who come up to tell you you're doing something wrong I found that really hard but at the same time like I obviously I needed to go through that because there's trauma there that I'm still holding on to where it's like I can't handle it when that happens to me so like like that like there's just so much where I was like (laughs) got chicken about and it's funny now looking at it now speaking about it now I'm like it definitely like, yeah, there was just some things I didn't like, but then at the same time, like I liked it because it showed me something I needed to see. Um, but yes, so I would definitely would recommend it to everyone, but yeah, that, like that's my only point. Like if there is rules and I would actually suggest following them, even if they frustrate you just for that 10 days, because otherwise it just feels like someone's just coming up to, to to yell at you and then of course there's questions with the meditation teachers at lunch times and if there is a rule that you really don't align like you don't agree with maybe it would be nice to ask a question because some of the rules to me were a bit unclear as to why we weren't allowed to do it and I should have asked the question while I was there instead of getting frustrated when then I was told not to do that um yes so that was something that bugged me but other than that there's a few little things too that bug me, but other than that, like it was a great experience. Like it was challenging, it was eye-opening, and it was really awesome just to have that space clear to see so much too about what you worry about, to see what you and your mind have been like. Um, yeah, and I would definitely recommend like following all the rules. Like I was probably one of the only people who didn't look at anyone that whole time. I wasn't looking at anyone. I didn't really smile at anyone. Um, like just follow the rules I would also recommend not looking in the mirror if you choose to do it um because like I didn't I don't think I looked in the mirror for the first three days but I would challenge yourself to not look in that mirror for 12 days because like like the sense of missing yourself is something you probably won't experience unless you are put in a situation like this where you don't get to see your physical face and like trust me yeah and definitely don't make yourself come because <laughs> it's a nice experience. It would be a nice experience to do it again and not do that. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend it for everyone. I would recommend staying the whole 10 days. It's 10 days of your life. If you've already taken everything off, sit there, do the work, like go easy on yourself. Like it's so easy to go easy on yourself while you're there too, because you're like, I know this is just a practice. I'm literally just practicing this new technique. Like, of course, I'm not going to be able to sit there for fucking 10 hours a day, not moving in full lotus. Like, it's just not like, it's a practice. And you're so like, I found myself being so loving and kind towards myself. And yeah, the whole experience was a really beautiful blessing. And I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're feeling stuck, if you don't know what you enjoy doing, I, oh my God, oh my God. Like if you don't know what you like doing, go do a Vipassana. I shit you not, you're there for 10 days, you're not allowed to do anything, right? Then suddenly 
all you realize is what you want to do when you get out. And then you go, it's like, you know exactly what you want to do when you get out because it's what you miss. Like, foolproof plan, man. Foolproof. Incredible. Um, yes. So, yeah, I definitely would recommend the the practice going to a Vipassana just like for a once-off because yeah it's incredible um I at the moment I would say actually life-changing like actually life-changing it allows you oh so much space so much clarity yeah awesome um yeah I hope you enjoyed this podcast um thank you so much for listening um yeah, let me know your thoughts and your feelings. Um, if you would love to connect, my Instagram is multiple pages and I feel free to like shoot me a message on there, maybe explaining your experience with Vipassana if you've ever had one. Um, yeah, awesome. Um, I also teach yoga um, and on my multiple pages, I share my yoga on there so you can keep up to date with that also because that's also another practice that i love doing yeah awesome thanks so much guys for listening have the most grand and glorious week ever um yes i hope this inspired you in some way shape or form and yeah awesome thanks so much bye